The use of ice in sport is basically more popular than putting it in your drink. We've all heard of the rice formula for recovery, the rest, ice, compression, elevation, but does ice actually help our recovery or is it one big placebo effect that isn't working for us anymore? In the second episode of Trix 180, we're going to debate the effectiveness and use of ice in recovery. In the words of Vanilla Ice, we're talking about ice, ice, baby. Welcome back to the Triax Performance Channel. My name is Rob Delves, and as always, I'm joined by the heavy hitters of Triax. We've got Damo and Sean. Firstly, welcome to you, Damo. How you going, Rob? Very excited to see how you go today here, mate. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for a week, I tell you. I'm chomping at the bit. And then, of course, we've got my adversary, the Bogan from Packenham. Sean, welcome. Yeah, hello, Rob. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm pretty good, and I reckon I'll be good in about... 15 minutes time too, so uh, we'll just, we'll just see how we go. I wouldn't go. get too ahead of yourself there, mate. I don't know. We'll see. We'll just see what happens, mate. I've been preparing all week, so we'll see. Now, firstly, it's a big thank you to Sean. It's pretty early, actually, for Sean at the moment to actually get up and record this episode. If you're watching, it's quite early in the morning. It's about 11 a.m., so thanks for Sean for getting up. So, Sean, we appreciate that just on behalf of the trikes community. Thank you very much. Um, I'm glad you took your funny pills this morning, Rob. Well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Always cut up rough early. There's still a bit of scars from the last Triax 180 episode, which is a good segue, actually. So if you want to go check out the debut episode and see Shawnee get towed up by Damo, then please uh, go back and have a look. It's it's quite humorous and uh, it's a joy for all if your name isn't Sean. We'd also encourage you to consider subscribing and liking uh, the video as well if you get any uh, value out of the content. We've got plenty of stuff going on, on the channel at the moment. We've got Damo, who's... Debuted his own solo video, which is going gangbusters apparently. So he's uh, watched that about 20 times and click refresh himself. So he's really pumping it up. Uh, so if you uh, can, if we encourage you to consider subscribing to the channel, it would really uh, mean a lot to us. All right. So if this is your first time tuning into the 180 debates, we've got a few rules and stipulations that uh, we'd like to discuss first. So, Sean, do you want to go through what the rules are, mate? Yeah. So basically, Two of us, we go toe-to-toe with uh, some sort of topic. Um, each one gets a side and we get three 30-second rounds each. Um, and whoever's not participating adjudicates and essentially decides the winner. Absolutely. And the winner can also be decided by the people at home as well. So if they don't necessarily agree with uh, the adjudicator on that particular occasion, then please uh, voice your feedback to us. and uh, Really get a, get a kick out of that, actually. Now, one, the 180 debates aren't supposed to be us agreeing with each other. There's too much of that already in the strength and conditioning sports science community. So we're going head-to-head with contentious issues surrounding sports science, strength and conditioning, and athletic development. Now, today we're talking about the use of ice in recovery. So it's myself against Sean this week. Damo's going to have a bit of a spell because he won last week, so that's a bit of a reward for him. And he will oversee and adjudicate the proceedings today. Now, I am against the use of ice while Sean has taken the four position against the use of ice. So we've been preparing for a while, so we're ready to get stuck into it right now. Damo, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go, mate. Notepad and pen go. ready. Oh, here we go. All right, let's get stuck into it. 
All right, so I'm going to get stuck into it first. Sean's going to return serve to me, so let's hope I can serve down an ace that he won't be able to return. First off, I'll acknowledge why Sean has chosen to support Ice. It's understandable. He's a bogan from Packham, and Ice is all they know down there. Uh, they recently claimed that smoking was good for you back in the day before they saw the light. Today, they will see the light with the use of ice. First and foremost, there is no concrete evidence out there that ice actually works in recovery. You can go have a look. Don't take my word for it. Try and find something concrete that's going to suggest to you that ice works. You won't find it anywhere. You might find a few half-truths, a few oh, it may work, but at the end of the day, there's no concrete evidence, so why are we bothered using it? 40 years after the introduction of the rice method and we still have no concrete evidence. How can we use, still use a recovery method that does not have any scientific backing, Shawnee boy? Please tell me. I actually do agree with you a little bit, Rob, that um, physiologically there's probably not that much benefit in recovery, but I think what there is pretty concrete evidence on is that ice and ice baths reduce perceptions of fatigue and perceptions of muscle soreness. And when you have quick turnaround times in season, you know, between games and training, some sports you play games on back-to-back -back days. So you need that feeling of feeling fresh. And that's pretty much what is all important is players' confidence and how they're feeling. If they're more confident, they go put a good session on the track. I don't think ice bars is actually going to cause them any harm. So why not use them? You just need some water and five minutes is all it takes to work. Are you serious? Mate, it's completely 100% subjective. Perception of pain is subjective. Like you could get the right, same but, thing from jumping a hot, uh, a hot bath. Right, but if the, player, if the player or the athlete likes it and they feel that it helps them, whether it's actually doing anything physiologically, it's not causing any harm, why not use it? Because it doesn't actually do anything. It's a, it's a placebo effect that may actually not even work. There's no, there's no evidence to suggest that we should right, use it. Right, but if that it, gets so them out it? on the track instead of thinking, shit, I'm, I'm feeling pretty sore today. I don't think I can train that much. If that gets them turn around and actually have a good session on the track, then isn't that all the difference in the world? Well, alcohol also reduces the perception of pain. Should we use that? <laughs> now you're just being silly, Rob. Yeah, well, that's right. It's, a quick, it's a valid question. If alcohol reduces the perception of pain, then, mate, then why do we not use it? Well, because it does doesn't... Harm. Yeah, but that does harm. It does. Yeah, well, the ice bath doesn't do any good, does it? If it doesn't do any harm. All right, how did you see that, Damo? Well, we, uh, Rob, straight out of the gates with a drug reference. Uh, pretty, <laughs> yeah, what, what was with that? No, well, You've got to put a cheap one in early because that's what the people remember. That's what they like is the cheap personal attacks. I didn't mind it, but uh, the rest of the argument sort of lacked a little bit of punch, I think. Um, yeah, you spoke about the lack of evidence, um, but... If you're playing cricket, you definitely would have been timed out there, mate, uh, well over the 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, Shawnee, I, I really like the uh, the perception and the players feeling good. Um, it's definitely, if there's no harm, I think that's a really good point. And if players enjoy it, then um, it's not a bad way to go. So I reckon round one winner definitely is Shawnee there. I think Rob has been stuck in the lab too long. <laughs> Hasn't been out on the field and interacting with players enough. <laughs> No, well, that's uh, it's all right. But we'll uh, live to see another day, and I think um, round two is going to be my uh, my round. And, and if it's not, then I will inquire Donald Trump style into these proceedings because I think it's an absolute rot so far. So we'll see how we go. So the introduction of the fabled rice method, which means rest, ice, compression, elevation, was introduced by Dr. Gabe Merkin in 1978. Now, since then, 
Dr. Merkin has on his own website, on his own website, stated the following direct quote. Coaches have used my RICE guideline for decades, but now it appears that both ice and complete rest may delay healing instead of helping. Like, if that's not a quote, I don't know what is. That just that should win me the debate right there. Anyway, we go on further. The original authority on the use of ice now does not even want it to be used. Again, another quote, a summary of 22 scientific articles found almost no evidence that ice and compression hastened healing over the use of compression alone. I rest my case. There's nothing that needs to be said on that front, I don't think. So good luck, Sean. Are we, are we giving out penalties for, for going over time? Because, Rob, I reckon no. you went for nearly two minutes there. Oh, well. Oh, well, mate, when you're as passionate as I am, mate, then the people love it. They'll come in their masses for it. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, actually, Rob, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you raised the rice method because I think that I actually do, again, I actually do agree with you partly, but I think in the short term, ice can be very effective in reducing the swelling and, again, the perceptions of, of fatigue. Oh, sorry, the perceptions of pain, um, which... I mean, if you have prolonged swelling, that's going to add extra pressure to the tissue and the joints and make it very painful. And I think that long-term that ice isn't a strategy to use because, as you said, it delays the healing process. But in the immediate aftermath, if it reduces that initial swelling, then I think it has a place. Um, I think it shouldn't be eliminated entirely. It should be used on a case-by-case basis based on the injury and the severity. Um, and if it gets the swelling down and you're moving earlier, then I think that's a good thing get moving quicker, get healed quicker. That's fascinating, Sean, but you've just contradicted yourself, mate. So if you are if you want to reduce swelling, then you're delaying the healing process, aren't you? Because you're just reducing, it could be because you're reducing the swelling at the forefront, so then the healing has to happen after that point. So why would you want to prolong, why would you want to prolong that process? Well, I think you could almost look at it that if you reduce the swelling, then you can get moving quicker and recovering quicker. All righty. Round two. Uh, Rob, fast out of the gates again, mate. Uh, great use of evidence. Um, the quote from the bloke who started, Rice, that's that's very good. Um, the evidence, 22, you know, different studies. Uh, very strong case you've put forward there. Shawnee, again, uh, Shawnee, again, good retort. Um, I like that you've kept the athlete in mind. Um but it wasn't as convincing as Rob. Uh, so I think the second round's definitely going to go to Rob, um, but I'm not sure what you two were going on about there at the end. I think you're both... I think Rob was just talking shit and yeah, like making the, things the, up, saying things the, I didn't actually say. Delaying the recovery process. Well, if, what, if you don't reduce the inflammation and swelling, then if you just let it happen naturally, isn't that going to take longer anyway? All, all will be revealed in my final portion of the argument demo, but... I also know and acknowledge that theatre after the debate can also help sway uh, judges potentially. So the more forceful you are, it's harder to agree, it's harder to disagree. I accept cash, mate. Cash only. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the final round I reckon might be a uh, might be an educational process for for Sean. So we'll see if we go. Let's keep it at uh, thirty seconds this time, eh, Rob? No, oh, righto, righto. All right, final round. Here we go. We'll, uh, we'll see how we go with this one, eh? Now I'll turn to some physiology. I know this one will be tough for Sean uh, to understand given how I used to t- help him out at uni and basically boosted his grades for him, but stay with me on this one, Sean. 
Ice actually delays the healing process. Now, we just talked about this. The cornerstone of Ice's argument is reduced inflammation. But we need inflammation to heal. We need it to heal and start that process. So without inflammation, we don't have the body prompting itself with a release of hormones such as IGF, which is insulin growth factor, that's supposed to help our muscles to heal. If we use the ice ice baby, we are delaying a recovery, not improving it, Shawnee. There it is. That's it. I think that's pretty much just similar to your first point, but that's all right. Again, I... I, th- I still think ice and ice bars have a place. I think you don't have the luxury of allowing the, in- the inflammatory process to play out in season when you've got quick turnarounds. And I think another benefit of ice bars are the neurological benefits. So I think that it gets the body into a nice relaxed state or a parasympathetic state where you're getting your heart rate down, you're getting nice and relaxed, breathing rate down. And particularly after a match when... Athlete's going to be pretty pumped up, full of adrenaline. I think that's really important. It gets the body prepared for recovery and prepared for sleep. So I think ice bars, they're a tool in the toolbox. They shouldn't be your only recovery method, but if you know how and when to use them, they can be very effective. And again, is it actually doing any harm? So when, all right, so the first point I have with that, right, is so when you say short turnaround times, besides the sport of basketball, how many games are you playing in a week in soccer, AFL, rugby league, rugby union, like all these team sports? How many games are you playing in a week? You're playing one at most two. Tennis, so what, hockey, baseball. No, mate, we're a team sport, mate. We're, we're baseball. But yeah. like, again, baseball, you still have day break. And, mate, if you're a pitcher, you play one in every five games. Yeah, that's just a pitcher, so though, Rob. Yeah, so you're not playing – like you're, you're arguing at short turnaround times. There's very few sports that actually have – those few breaks in which you suggest, particularly you're ones still, that we deal with on the channel. Yeah, yeah, but you still have one or two days to get back on the track and train. You can't just have – you can't just play all the games. You still have to train. So mm. if you have a game on, on the weekend, you're probably training, what, two to three days after that? Yeah, and particularly which is more as, than particularly, Yeah, but particularly as, the se- as you get later on in the season and your fatigue starts to build up and your sauna starts to build up, I think it can be a useful tool. Whether it's actually doing anything physiologically, who cares? It's if the player feels that they're, who cares? If, mate. I don't, it's not like you're you're buying this, you know, elaborate equipment and and that sort of oh, stuff, and you're paying heaps of money. Mate, you need like, a wheelie bin and some water. <laughs> At the elite you're, level, you're mate, spending, they spend thousands on it. Yeah, well, local. Thousands. We don't we don't we don't deal with the elite level. So five minutes is we, all you need. We don't deal, we don't deal with baseball either, apparently. You still use that as your argument, mate. You're talking about. I'm talking about team sports. You uh, can't just pick, you can't just pick and choose which team sports it works for and which ones it doesn't. Well, you just used baseball in your argument two minutes ago, mate. So I don't know. What yeah, you're I did about. because it's a team sport that's got quick turnaround times. Well, I certainly don't think we'll be picking up any baseball uh, clients anytime soon after that <laughs> argument, there, lads. Uh, completely thrown them out. <laughs> All right, round three, um, Rob. Good, good use of evidence um, again um, for the re- for the repair properties. Um, that's that's a good argument there, uh, Shawnee. The neurological and the sleep and the different recovery processes. I think that's a really good argument there. Um, that you've got multiple recovery processes there. Like if you are sorry, <laughs> and, and you're infl- if you've got <laughs> swelling and uh, inflammation and you're trying to sleep, which is the major recovery thing. Obviously, if you can reduce that, that's going to help a little bit. Um, I do like your turnaround argument. So Rob's trying to cancel out that, you know, there's no turnaround in uh, team sport, but 
you know, soccer, if you're playing in the Premier League or even the English Championship, you've got three or four games a week plus training. So Three uh, or four games a week? What do you play three or four games in a week? The Championship, they play Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. That's three games in a week. Mate, <laughs> what, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday? That's, two, that's over two weeks, mate. So you play that's two games six, in a week. Seven days. Seven days. No. no, that's uh, a uh, and that there's, I can think of many other teams that have turnarounds. You've got, well, not that we might not work with them, but, uh, you know, team sports, all the American sports, uh, so you, ice hockey, baseball, basketball, they've got turnaround. Uh, as I said, soccer, that's got a pretty big turnaround as well. So don't completely write it off. Um, do you have any final closing arguments here, lads, to win me over on who's the winner today? I think Rob's the only one that needs a bit of help. So why don't you go ahead, Rob? <laughs> No, look, I'll just I'll just say again, if there's no physiological benefit and Sean has discussed like for the like the entirety of this argument about the athlete's perception, the athlete's feel, the first thing you introduce to an athlete, whether that be sports tech or uh, massage or whatever it might be, something new to them, the first thing they will ask you, particularly if they're a senior athlete, is why am I doing this? Why am I jumping in the ice bath? Will it actually help me? A senior player, I guarantee you, will ask you that eight to nine times out of ten why they're doing something. If you ask that question about an ice bath, what is Sean going to say? He's going to say, oh, it might reduce your own perception of pain. There's no, He can't say to that athlete, oh, look, I don't know whether this will actually help your recovery or not, but just jump in anyway and see how you feel. They're not going to do that. They're not going to waste their time if they're smart and if they're a professional athlete. So, again, you need something that you can actually provide concrete evidence over and say, look, mate, this is going to help you. It's not like sleep or nutrition that you know is going to help you. Sean's going to say, look, I'm going to throw this dart at the dartboard. If it sticks, great. If it doesn't, oh, well, then uh, you have a massage. That's what his argument's based upon. And then his final argument was based upon a piggyback method into more proven recovery techniques. So he says it might help you sleep. But really, sleep's going to do the recovery, not the ice. So you know, just be aware, Damo, that there's a bit of cloud, a bit of overcast in these arguments from Sean. Shawnee, would you like to reply to that? Yeah, I mean, look, Rob, I, I understand your points, but five minutes is all it takes. You're not wasting your time necessarily. You're right. There's not really any concrete physiological evidence, but how many times do you hear players will do things because they like it and they feel like it helps them? And look, ice bars probably aren't going to be at the top of most players' lists, but if they do like it, then <laughs> why not do it? It doesn't... It doesn't cause any harm. And again, don't don't mix my words, Rob. I didn't say that ice bars make you sleep better, but it gets you relaxed earlier. So you hear a lot of players, they say, oh, I struggle to get to sleep after a night game because they're so pumped up still. So why not jump in the ice bath, just try and relax yourself and get prepared for sleep so when you do get home, it's an easier process to get to sleep so you're not up all night. That's such that's ridiculous, mate. You know as well as I do, if you play a night game, you're up no matter what. It doesn't matter if you have an ice bath or not. Sorry, Dan, I'm done. All right. I don't know if it's within the, the spirit or the idea of the 180 concept, but I think uh, Rob's overtime play here may have got him yeah, over the line. No, Damo, no. That's not how it works. Up, up. up. It, it's definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm going to call it an overtime play here. So after three rounds, it was a tie. And uh, Rob's closing argument there is, has got him over the line. It was 
just more convincing. I, I don't like it because it's outside of the rules of the 180 concept and Rob has made sure this episode is going to go for about 25 minutes <laughs> rather than rather than the 15 that we discussed. Um, but, yeah, Shawnee, sorry, mate, you're 0-2. Oh, that's bullshit. That's bullshit oh. <laughs> oh, that's it, Thank you very much, Damo. Um, uh, on a serious note, you know, thanks to Sean. I appreciate his participation today. It's always good to have a bit of a sparring partner. So thanks, Sean. I appreciate your uh, hard work and diligence. As always, unfortunately, didn't get the chocolates this time. So uh, bad luck. Better luck next time. And uh, suffering your jocks, mate. Maybe you should go have an ice bath to cool off. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> All right. So happy with another victory there for me. Um, on a serious note, though, again, ice – it can be used in the right circumstances, can't it, Sean? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Again, no, it's a bit fr- it's a bit frosty in here at the moment. It's a bit icy, as you can tell. And the Trix team with Sean going zero and two. Um, I'm sure he'll. Um, well, I hope he wins one at some stage. He's put a lot of effort in, uh, but he can have a spell next week because it's uh, going to be Damon and I. We're going to face off Damo. And what's our topic going to be next week? Uh, small-sided games versus interval training. Beautiful. This is actually a good one, I reckon, because it, I reckon it's a common theme and dilemma for a lot of SNC sports scientists out there as well and, and how to use the two um, in, in, in an integrated fashion as well. So that'll be a good one for me and Damo. Uh, <laughs> if you agree with the verdict today about the um, about the win for myself, then, or if you don't, if you're on Team Sean, then please let us know in the comments below. Um, obviously, we're, you know, we've got subjective biases against each other and we want to one-up each other wherever possible. So if you can give us some objective feedback down below, that would be appreciated. We'll have a viewer's, um, a viewer's choice winner as well, um, provided we get enough comments. So uh, please do so there. But if you if you like today's episode and you've got a bit of value out, then please consider liking and subscribing to the channel. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to get in contact with us, Sean, how will people do that? Uh, if you search for Triax Performance on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, you'll find us there. And we've raised the bat on TikTok too, by the way. We were 101 followers. So keep um, keep checking us down there. We're doing plenty. We're doing business there. And then Damo, uh, the old-fashioned way, Damo? Yeah, so if you check out our website, which is triaxperformance.com, um, our email address is on there, which is admin at triaxperformance. Beautiful. Thanks very much for tuning in. Can't wait to see you all again next week where it's going to be Damon and I going head-to-head. As for you, Shawnee, I'll send you my wheelie bin, mate. You can fill up with ice and you can go cool off. So we'll see you next time.